That is uh, taken from the soundtrack, of course, of The Little Shop of Horrors, uh, Prologue and uh, Skid Row. Two for the price of one, with just a little bit of a gap in between. Uh, so, Little Shop of Horrors is being performed at the Nottingham Arts Theatre. Uh, 7pm starts Monday the 4th to Wednesday the 6th of July. And I'm very pleased to say that in the studio we've got Liam Petruccio Hall. Shall I say Liam Arthur Petruccio Hall? Because it makes him sound so much more regal. Uh, who's the director. Uh, and Hemi Lewis is playing Seymour and Louis Barnes. I can never get this right. Is it Barnes Cupid? Yeah. We got it right. Louis Barnes Cupid, uh, who's playing the part of Audrey too. Morning all, how are you all? Yeah, very good. 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 How are you? I'm not too bad at all, so I'm glad the warm weather's here. So, uh, Right, let's, uh, t- Liam, let's start with you, because, yeah. uh, I mean, I've, I've just been asking about uh, your family. Tell us a little bit about your theatrical family, because... Uh, I mean, you've been born into theatre, really. I mean, all we needed was sort of a case at the side of the uh, stage, and yeah. you'd have been there. So, tell us a little bit about your your theatrical family. Yeah, there was really no choice whatsoever. Didn't have a say in it. It was always going to happen. Um, yeah, Mum's always she used to be uh, manager of the arts theatre, so you know, end up spending loads of time in that building, and she was involved in all these different operatic societies directing and stuff like that so uh so yeah it was a very easy hobby to fall into um although i didn't i didn't straight away to be honest i kind of <laughs> refused it for quite a while um but then when i was about 15 i finally settled into it a bit yeah and your brothers of course your brother yeah yeah uh, we've got uh Cal- callum he's he's done he had done a few shows for a while he's, he's um Unfortunately, got a real job that he has to go to and, <laughs> and commit to. But uh, we've got Cassie as well, and she does loads of directing. She's di- directing Into the Woods as well, coming up soon. Um, and she's done quite a few plays over, well, pre COVID now, but um, she did History Boys, and, and that went really well. Animal Farm, which you were in, weren't you, Louis? Yeah. yeah. And Romeo and Juliet. And Romeo yeah. and Juliet. That, yeah, that, that was the most recent one, wasn't it? Yeah, because Punk Rock got cancelled, didn't it? Pungarong did get cancelled. That was my one. <laughs> um, but yeah, literally the week COVID all hit, that that, uh, yeah. that was supposed to go on. So that, that was a bit of a downer. But yeah, um, yeah. So it's it's hard to stay away from. We're all involved in some way. And of course, uh, Sophie as well, who uh, you met through the theatre, and uh, is now your wife. Yes. Yeah. She. Uh, we did uh, the panto together, which my mum writes and directs. Um, <laughs> she probably be quite thankful to my mum for everything um uh yeah so i met her and uh, she now teaches dance at spotlight as well uh she's always been a dancer and she's always done that um so yeah we're, we're all constantly surrounded by it and of course now there's the the next generation uh with, with your your little maybe a few years left to wait i think before uh, yeah he treads the yeah boards. yeah a little uh, uh yeah i had a baby last year otis um I mean, we'll see how he goes. He's pretty confident at the moment. Um, he's quite a social baby, so I think the time will probably come. I think he's definitely trying to sing slash scream. Um, so, yeah, probably. I mean, we have to take him to spotlight sometimes anyway, so he sits there and listens to the songs and talks to all the kids. So, yeah. Oh, well, we look forward to it uh, a few years' time then. Yeah. From that. Now, you last acted, I believe, 2019? Sister Acts, I believe, uh, Sister Act, yeah. Well, the last thing I saw that you in, anyway. Yeah, that would be the last thing I did. I haven't haven't had much of an opportunity to do anything since, obviously. Um, But also, nice to take a break every now and again. Um, Yes, Sister Act, which is the second time I've done it as well. 
just a really good part. Um, Joey or Bones, I can't remember. I think it's <laughs> Joey. Two, he's got two different. Was, yeah, he's Bones yeah, in versions. one version of the yeah. script, and yeah, um, yeah, it's great. I was saying the other day actually, it's one of those great parts where you come on for like ten minutes and get this really great song that everyone loves, and then you walk off and just hang about for the rest of the time. <laughs> That's the lady in the dress, isn't it? The yeah, yeah, that song, it's, yeah. It's a really easy part, but just super rewarding. Yeah. You were in that as well, I believe. Yeah, I was. I was just in the chorus. Though. Yeah, the the ensemble. Yeah, yeah. We so. did kidnap you at one point, don't we? <laughs> yeah, yes. Yeah, so I was the it was the taxi, was it? Driver. taxi driver yeah, in the script. Yeah, yeah. 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 So. And you weren't in it, Hemi. <laughs> I was all. not in it. You were not in 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 that one. So we'll, we'll talk about more about what you two's been in, sort of in a little bit. But uh, uh, I mean, director. It's got to be the hardest job in the theatre, surely, hasn't it? Um. Your vote will be on you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, it definitely can be hard. Uh, I mean, it's a lot of fun, you know, because you essentially get to uh, have a say on everything, but not have the responsibility to actually do it. So it's uh, it's a relief in that way, um, and it's it, it's so much fun directing kids because you you just see loads of potential there and you and you can help them to sort of find that and find the way they perform and everything else um which is always what we try to do a spotlight you know it's not this super strict thing it's, it's more about just having a open space where you can you know find how you like to perform and find what you enjoy and what you don't enjoy and, and so on and so forth so um yeah it can be hard more so for logistic reasons than anything, though. It's not really the people that you deal with. Well, I imagine with some shows it can be. But uh, <laughs> not with this one. It's it's more the logistics, you know. It's it's getting a, a puppeteer for a plant and, and set and stuff like that. It's it's the boring stuff that, that frustrates you, I think. Mm. Now, I was talking about uh, young people joining uh, theatre and everything just before uh, the news. And I, I just think it's great that there's somewhere where it's sort of young kids, and when I say young kids, I don't I mean Louis Hammy is still young, um, but sort of really smaller kids, and yeah. they, they can go and they can express themselves, and it, it builds up so much confidence with yeah. them as, as well. And you never know where it's going to lead. Yeah, do yeah. you? So I mean, I've seen so many people, and I've sort of reviewed stuff over the past twenty years at the arts theatre. And you see some, you know, which is useless on radio, me showing my hand like that. But you can see them that high, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, uh, and then sort of 20 years later, they're coming back and they're doing professional touring productions, yeah. you know, at the theatre only. It's great that there's that chance for them to progress when, you know, maybe at the start, they just thought it's a bit of fun, you know, summer school and stuff like that. But uh, you never know where it's going to go, do you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And, and like I say, it's just about creating that environment where, they feel safe to have a go at stuff, you know, mm. because as, as you get later in the game with college courses, universities, there's always that pressure to be doing it right the first time. Um, whereas with spaces like Spotlight and stuff, you know, that's your time to have a go at something and, and maybe not get it as perfect as you want it, but learn from the experience and, and grow from it. Now, I've always, and I said that, I think the uh, the director's job is probably one of the hardest uh, in theatre. Uh, give us a quick breakdown of sort of the step-by-step -step from when you first decide that you're going to... Say, you know, you decide to do Little Shop of Horrors. What's the process for you as the director to sort of take it all the way up to... to from page to stage? Yes, yes. Um, 
I mean, if you're looking for a thorough, <laughs> hardworking, um, by the book director, this might not be uh, the answer. <laughs> um, I mean, I've I've always been a sort of uh, feel it out in the space and sort of you know get an idea of what the actors are doing and and go from that. Uh, with this particular show, I love the film. I th- I think the film is one of the you know most yeah. perfect versions of this. Um, and so I, I go off the film a lot and, and I love that sort of 50s, you know, pulp comic book yeah, sort of style. Sort of shock style. horror type Yeah, thing, yeah, yeah. That, that, that B-movie feel. Um, so I, I, go off of, I go off of that a lot. And, and then, like I say, you see what the actors are doing, you see what their interpretation of it is and, and, you, and you end up just meshing it all together. Um, so, I mean, look at the... So... Uh, Doing the choreography with yep. uh, Beth, Beth Ware. Um, so I live with Soph, so we get to do a lot of the music together, and I, I can go through some of the dances with her and stuff and get a feel for that. Um, it's yeah, it's, it, just listening to the listening to the music, watching the film, just getting the atmosphere right, and and then adding in your own little sort of favorite little bits, little jokes that you think work here and there. Um, yeah, I, as I say, I'm a I'm a easy approach to it. I, I'm not really sort of uh, doing stuff this way. Is the definite way that it has to be done. Um, I'm happy to take inspiration from everyone in the room and and make it more of a collaborative thing, I guess. Um, and then every now and again, going, no, I'm right. I think it should be done this way. <laughs> You know, if you but if you do that all the time, it gets boring. But if you if you hold it back for those rare occasions, you end up getting something that feels more everyone's had a say in it. If that makes sense. Yeah, and uh, Louis, I'm going to put you in such a position here. Uh, you've worked with with uh, Liam as a director and Cassie as well as a director. Uh, what are the main differences between the two directors? Oh, the difference between Liam and Cassie. Um... Leon, by the way, now is looking very intently. <laughs> <laughs> What's he going to say? Uh, I, I think from a from a show standpoint, the ones I've been in that Cassie's directed have a lot more, like, physical movement based yeah. sections that break up the di- like Romeo and Juliet. We had an entire soundtrack that we put together essentially, mm. where just in between scenes there'd be a, a just probably about thirty seconds ish. But not much, but just break it up. Um, yeah, she probably set the mood with, yeah. her, with her music choices. Yeah. yeah. Um, Liam, yesterday we set the entire <laughs> of Act Two basically <laughs> <laughs> because because he just sits there and he and he and he just lets us do it, and then if it, and then like you said, he he'll just watch us do it, and then if he sees a, a point where he can stop it and put his input into it, he will. Um, but yeah, the, to be fair, you're quite similar in approaches in with yeah. the people, but yeah, Cassie's very much movement, and her shows have a feel to them. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really struggling. <laughs> do you know what I mean? What <laughs> you struggle? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean, though. She does. Yeah, no, like, she's she, she's quite like interpretive. Yeah, um, she she. I, I I tend to be a bit more literal. Like you know, I I, I think. Act it as if this was real life. Believe every a- a- aspect of it. Um, you know, I haven't, I haven't had a chance to do too much 
other surreal stuff. Um, but I think Cassie can definitely yeah. tap into that, like using physical theatre, and and she and she she embraces the theatre aspect more of it. Whereas I think my majority of my experience is acting, so I'm just kind of like, right, I know you know how you want to do it, do it, and then I'll just pinpoint and polish and pick up where I need to, if that makes sense. Okay. So have another piece of music, um, and uh, I. I asked these three to choose the music from it, and <laughs> Hemi has picked one which I've never played uh, on the radio before. Uh, you never know. Why'd you choose this one? Um, it's about Seymour, and he's just come from his first um, radio interview. Um, <laughs> How out? Topical. <laughs> my first radio interview. Um, and it's quite a catchy song, so I really enjoy it, and I get to use lots of character with the plant in it. So. Yeah. Uh, we've got a, I could do a drink in the studio, never mind anything else. Liam, uh, who's the director, Hemi, who's playing Seymour, and Louis, who's playing Audrey 2. Uh, that song there chosen uh, by Hemi. Hemi, playing Seymour. I mean, it's normally a male character, isn't it? So, I mean, this is very different seeing a, a woman uh, play it. So uh, tell us a little bit about playing Seymour. It's quite fun because you wouldn't normally think of Seymour being played as a girl. Um, so some bits it's easier to interpret Seymour because Seymour's quite a nerd and quite shy um, <laughs> so I can play the shy bit um, Are you telling me that you're shy, Hemi? Yes <laughs> <laughs> Carry on um, I'm not at Spotlight Um, but it's very fun because I interpret different ways Um, so for instance a boy would normally play it with more boyish (laughs) but I'm not a boy I'm a girl so um, it's a bit different playing Seymour Um, but it's really fun Do you think directors ought to take a few more risks in casting women in male roles I feel like they should because you don't really know what's going to come out of it so it could be good but it could be bad at the same time so mm. always go for it because you never know what's going to happen because I'm sure you never know <laughs> you never know well done well done that, that was all sort of time didn't it, yeah. it? <laughs> you planned all that <laughs> So uh, yeah, so I mean, I'm, I suppose as as a female as a female actor, I mean, act, as a woman actor, um, there must be a lot of male roles that you'd love to have a bash at. Yes. Um... Well, it was it was it was funny because cause it was on the day of the <laughs> yeah. audition that someone mentioned to me that Henry was interested in, yeah. in having a go for it. Um, so I just said, yeah, I have a bash. And I think you were a bit, weren't expecting to have a go for it. Um, so sort of had to look over the stuff very quickly. And uh, and yeah, so smashed the audition, did really well. We did uh, our audition together. Yeah. When yeah. I, did my, I did part of the plan when Hemi did part of Seymour. And I thought Hemi was very good then. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was, it's re- an audition day is so interesting. And, and it's like you say, taking that, risk so to speak it's uh you see stuff that you don't think you're necessarily going to see and and it, seeing you two sing together as well as you sing with charlotte who plays audrey yeah 
Um, it was just there was there was good chemistry there. You were matching each other, and 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 everyone was sort of bringing each other up to another level. Um, specifically, Louis as well, because because I'd seen Louis sing like five times that day, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and. And when you sang, sang with Hemi, which was one of the last ones, I think, I think it and was it was, it was like the, the best one. time you'd done it. Like yeah. it, there was just something about it where I think you were just like, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take it up a, another level because because Hemi's started at that level." Um, so yeah, definitely worth the risks. Definitely. So the, the two roles that you you went for that were they the two roles that you eventually got? Did, did you go for uh, for Seymour and Louis? Did you go for Audrey too? I only auditioned for Audrey 2, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. That was the only one right. I did, because um, I was uh, busy with the show at college, and I didn't want to take on too much at the same time. Um, I'm I'm glad I took Audrey 2. It's fun. It's, it's yeah. fun to just... Because yeah. I get to look weird as well, because no one can see me. So if I put my whole body into it, <laughs> I just get the entire voice and no one can see it. It's great. Yeah. What about you, Hemi? I was originally going to audition for Audrey 2 and Audrey, actually. Um, but on the day, I was like, I don't really want to audition for Audrey. Because um, I sing quite low, as Audrey is very, very high. Yeah. Um, so I was just going to sing for Audrey 2. And then Liam comes and he's like, want to audition for Seymour? <laughs> I was like, OK, so yeah, I auditioned for Seymour and Audrey 2. Brilliant. So how, how did you get started then in, in sort of local theatre and, and Amdram? I I always wanted to sing. I went to a dance school, um, but I stopped going there because it wasn't a good environment and mm. it wasn't a good place to be in. And um, I saw Spotlight, so I come in and on the first day I realised that acting is what I want to do and I want to be at Spotlight. Brilliant. So, Louis, I can't remember if I asked you last time you were on, but how did you uh, sort of get started in, in acting local um, theatre? My, uh, my granddad used to do, obviously to a much smaller scale, but used to direct and act in small shows uh, where he lives in Cambridge. Um, so as a child, would go to watch those. Uh, always loved seeing him and stuff. I remember I saw him in a pantomime, I think they did Alice in Wonderland, and he was the Mad Hatter. And then I got cast as the Mad Hatter in my school production of Alice in Wonderland in year four. And then I think there was a guy, Johnny. Do you remember Johnny? Yeah. 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 Uh, his, his, he joined he joined Spotlight. Um, and then his, his mum just asked if I wanted to join. I was about nine and I just joined Spotlight and I've been with them since. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, the first roles that you played, because I've seen you, Louis, in a few things. I've seen Hemi in a couple of things uh, now. All, all the front of the fair, I think, uh, mm -hmm. was the last thing that I saw yeah. you. What, what was your first role? Um, I was a wife in Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. So I'd have seen you there. So I'd, <laughs> I'd, I saw both of you in that. So, yeah. But what was your first role, Louis? Uh, probably the caterpillar in Alice in Wonderland, wouldn't it? <laughs> Do you remember that? I was in the, I was in the sleeping bag. In the sleeping bag. And then yeah, that was a very <laughs> makeshift costume. Yeah. That was. And I had the, and I had the kite draped over my back as the butterfly. <laughs> yeah, I think that was my first one, wasn't it? Yeah. 
Now, Audrey 2, of course, it's one of those sort of non-visible roles and it's all to do with the voice and everything. Um, so, and you sort of slightly touched on it, but... I mean, I, I've got this image now of everybody who plays Audrey too is just sort of sat backstairs, uh, back, backstage with a sort of cup of tea in their hand, you know, with the script, and, uh, and, and that's it. They've got the feet up and uh, sort of just, just reading it. <laughs> do you get into... I mean, with you not being seen, do you need to get into characters Audrey too to deliver the lines? Or Yeah, I feel I do. Yes, yesterday, um, there was people sat at the front uh, watching the scene, and as I was sort of... Moving about, saying my lines, I could see them out of the corner of my eye, just laughing at me because mm. I was. But I put quite a lot of my body into it, even though you can't see it. Yeah. But yeah. no, it's good. It it does help. Um, I I don't know how or why it helps, but just it's that it's that, it's that movement. It's, it's commitment, isn't it? Hu- hu- humans can pick up if if you're standing still and 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 talking. Humans can pick up on it, even yeah. if they don't realise that they are. And when you add that movement, it's even just like moving your face around. It's like. One of the notes I give a lot is like if you're smiling whilst you sing, the the noise can be so much brighter because yeah. it can be so much nicer. Um, all these subtle things that we don't think are going to make a difference, they really do. Yeah. And Audrey too is one of those. I mean, for most of it, you probably are sitting there with a cup of tea. Well, yeah, we're, we're, we're not <laughs> with his feet up. He's, yeah. he's surprisingly he's not he's not in it that much. <laughs> no, um, yeah. he he has two like great songs, um, a reprise. Um, and some eating, and that's, that's pretty <laughs> much it. <laughs> I suppose as an actor, though, if you, even if you just sat there, you know, there's that. So it's the norm, I suppose, for an actor to actually act, you know, while while they're reading. Yeah. Um, so I bet you're the same when you're reading a, a story to to Little Otis. You know, uh, <laughs> you know, you sort of you're going through the whole acting thing, and yeah, you know, I mean, sort of dropping off to sleep, and you're yeah. there doing the whole. Yeah, uh, annoyingly sleeping through my fantastic <laughs> performance. Yeah, I mean, uh, every, oh, it's every, the first time for everything, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, every, every opportunity to to just read and and I, th- I think as a as a like a performer, you you do the second you start reading, I don't know, a monologue or, or lines in a script, you you start to feel yeah. your, your body kind of like naturally wanting to move and 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 act it out and feel it, and uh, and I suppose that goes back to the way I direct as well. You know, I. I essentially am <laughs> just our, our rehearsals are me just playing every part. Um, <laughs> oh, it's amazing! He <laughs> was he will stand there and he'll he'll read in some of my lines and then he'll just walk across the room to where Audrey's standing and he'll just respond as Audrey yeah. and he'll completely change up. Literally, Same yeah, there you go. He'll change up his voice, how he's standing. Yeah, it's amazing. It's uh, it's, it's it's great fun. Yeah, and uh, and and definitely I, with the. Uh, with Audrey too, that's that's the way it is. The, the words come out and your body just follows. So you you can't help yourself. Yeah. Do you have to be off book then for that, or yeah, you know, can you just sit there and just read it? Do you have to learn everything? And I think uh, d- definitely to have a understanding of what is going to come up is going to help because <laughs> because <laughs> if if I've got no idea because. Uh, I don't want to be in a situation where I'm looking down at the page trying to read my line and then I just have a massive dyslexic moment and I'm yes. like... Uh, but, um, yeah, no, I, I, it's good to have them know, like, know them. Um, but then also I can just have it in front you, of me you just, just in, in case. case. Yeah, you, you're definitely going to have that safety net. But, yeah. I mean, like, I, I've sort of said to Louis, based on my own experience, because I once did a role where... That was in chorus line, wasn't it? Chorus line, <laughs> where and he's he's on stage at points, but um, I I did not uh, know all the words, so I had scripts littered around the theatre, 
that I would jump f- from one to the other, and because most of the time I wasn't on stage and I could I could do it off stage. Yeah. And I remember it being the most stressful experience that I have had performing. Um, reviews were quite favourable though. It was, one of, <laughs> it was one of the best reviews I've had. Uh, but uh, but uh, yeah, I remember how stressful it is. So I've sort of said the point to Lou, like really, for your own peace of mind, yeah. you, you want to know at least kind of what's coming yeah. up so that you can improvise a bit. But then also you, you've got the trick where you'll have to be, someone else will have to be in sync with you yeah to puppet the plant so you need that kind of consistency and predictability for their sake as well mm. so yeah and you're going to be like it's going to be you <laughs> <laughs> the one man Liam want uh, Rocky Horror yeah, yeah, not yeah. Rocky Horror Little, Little Shop of Horror show so we're going to play another piece of music this is this is one of the songs that you sing yes uh, isn't it uh, which is uh, Feed Me that's Feed Me, taken from the soundtrack of Little Shop of Horrors, the Arts Theatre, uh, Monday the 4th to Wednesday the 6th of July. Uh, we've got Liam, Hemi and Louis from the cast of Little Shop of Horrors uh, in the studio. Now then, um, Liam, you touched on it uh, j- just before that record. Uh, Louis, how close do you have to work with the, the physical Audrey to, you know, sort of, to, to make it look like that, uh, that plant is talking and singing? Um... I've not actually done it with a proper plant yet, so uh, I don't know too much. I know it's got, obviously, the plant's going to have to move with me speaking, so it looks like the plant is talking. Mm. Um, I think it... I don't know whether I'm going to be able to see the plant, whether the microphone's going to be... You won't for most of it, no. Thinking about the staging of it, um, yeah, you'll you'll see downstage right, won't you? Yeah, so I think... I mean, it's not really a headache for you. No, it's right. a headache it's, for someone else. It's, it's, it's <laughs> for you. <Yeah. laughs> whoever's, whoever's in the plant puppeting is probably going to have to. It depends how much it it moves as well, because as when I'm moving about in front of the mic, mm. uh, doing the voice, they could. I guess the plant could be moving about more, put more feel into it. But yeah, I think definitely synchronization between the two is quite important. Yeah. Otherwise, you get sort of that old kung fu film with the mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. With the, yeah. the mouth's going ten to dozen, and one word comes out. Yeah. yeah, yeah so yeah. now I've, I've seen variations of uh, of Audrey Two over the years, and I've seen people playing Audrey Two as plants, and I've seen people with sort of bits of hedge hanging off them and everything. Um, so what, what's what's Audrey Two like in this production? <laughs> or have you seen Audrey oh, 2 you know, in a couple of weeks um, so we're, we're, we're it's uh, all the plants you can hire are massive Yeah. Um, which is presenting a unique issue for us because um, I don't know if we can get them into the theatre so we are because we actually did the show what was it like 10 years ago now however long it was I think it yeah it would have been sort of 2010 no later probably than a bit later than 2013 that, yeah. 2014 yeah. I think, yeah Um and we made the plants that time Um and it's looking very likely that's going to be the case again so uh, it, it gives us the sort of privilege of designing it the way we want Um I know we currently have you know those like uh, kid pools where it's like a shell one half has sandy oil. Has, yeah. We've got one of them at the moment, so uh, we're gonna we're gonna craft some device with that. <laughs> um, it's probably gonna have some kind of like 
lever on the back for the for the final big one because yeah. there are four different versions of it. First one is basically like a, a just a little, little pop lantern yeah, type little, thing, little, isn't it? Yeah, little pincer thing. Second one is controlled by you. Um, it's like that's a, Hemi, by the way. Hemi, <laughs> Hemi, yeah, <Okay>. sorry. <laughs> um, that's Seymour, yeah, no, no, not you, Kev. Um, no. <laughs> so, um, and that's like a hand puppet. The third one will have someone sitting inside it, likely with brown tights on to make their legs look like roots and stuff like that um and uh, and then the fourth one is the big beast which people actually need to be able to get into and yeah. stuff um so that will probably be this big lever on the back that will control the mouth and move around and we're working on this sort of platform um with wheels on that should be able to rotate so hopefully we'll even be able to get it sort of like panning across the stage and stuff and and being able to direct where he's looking at and and everything else. Well, you've got two weeks to sort it. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sure it'd be absolutely I'm wonderful when, when, when we get there. So. <laughs> so. After the show, um, after show blues, uh, I mean, I mean, do, do you two, uh, not so much Leon, because I know that he's sort of move on from one to another. <laughs> so, but you, you two, do you suffer from after show blues? I think I got one on my very first show which was joseph yeah um especially with little william um, Aww, who played little Potiphar. William. um he proposed to me and asked me to marry him oh. um, so he <laughs> six year old yeah he thinks we're getting married um with sue's call i didn't really have much um because um the little who's um yeah they, they were cute but some points oh, um, annoying <laughs> as anything. <laughs> I saw I saw one of them in in Primark the other week, and oh. they just stood waving at me from across the room. And I was like, <laughs> "What is happening?" <laughs> Fame, Louis. Fame. That's what it is. So, they have to show me. Will it involve chips, Liam? Uh, well, <laughs> will it, Liam? <laughs> you see, this is, sounds like a very abstract question, I'm sure, especially maybe for you too, but Liam is a master of chips, aren't you? Um, he likes chips. My, <laughs> well, this is a reference to my About Me info on Facebook just says that I, I like chips. Um, and, uh, you know, that's quite a true statement for me. Um, I'm actually on massive, like, health kick at the moment ah right so probably probably yes. not. probably still <laughs> probably still yes um yeah definitely because uh, when when we consider that so little shop ends on the sixth into the woods then starts on the eighth yeah um so that next day the seventh we need to clear the whole theater we need to start putting stuff together for into the woods super busy week um will not be home in time for dinner, I imagine. So, yes, probably we'll be wandering around Nottingham <laughs> looking for some chips after this, definitely. Right, so I, I, when... Yesterday, Liam sent me a message and said, what will we be talking about? Do I need to sort of check up on anything? <laughs> I d deliberately didn't say anything about chips then. Um, so, <laughs> ideal chips. Uh, as, is it sort of French fries, the big chunky ones? It's What's your favourite chip? A subject I've discussed at length. Um, <laughs> That's why I thought I'd ask you this It's morning. chip shop chips. There's nothing better than a chip shop chip, yeah. in my yeah. opinion. That's, that's just so good. You know, French fries are fine, but chip shop chip, you can't beat it. Get anything with them? Yeah, I mean, far too much. <laughs> 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 Hence the health kick. But, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
cheeky, uh, I call it a Vsauce, bad sausage. <laughs> Vsauce makes it sound a little posher, <laughs> yeah, a, little, a little more sophisticated. You can see him going into his local chip shop, can't you? And say, a portion of chips and a Vsauce, <laughs> What? Yeah. So. Well, no, they know what that means. Oh, well, they, I'm well, that, he's asked for it so <laughs> They're probably times. wondering where I am. They're missing me at the moment. <laughs> So, and uh, for sort of toppings on, is it tomato ketchup or is it ketchup, brown sauce? Ketchup with chips, maybe mayo if I'm feeling continental, but uh, no, <laughs> it's, uh, it's ketchup, yeah. Mushy peas and gravy. I don't mind gravy on it, not mushy peas and gravy. Yeah, together. That's just sloppy, that's too sloppy. <laughs> it's good, it's good. I'd, I mean, I'd eat it and I'd definitely <laughs> still enjoy it, yeah. but it's not top of the list, no. Hemi's being very quiet doing this conversation. Hemi, <laughs> chips, what, what, what's your chips uh, preference? Chips with cheese and beans. <sighs> mm, yeah. They did those at secondary, that's oh, all I just... ate for like five years. <laughs> <laughs> I know that when I went to school a long time ago, uh, we, I used to sort of go to the chip shop and uh, it was chips, beans and batter bits. Do they still uh, have yeah, batter yeah, bits yeah. nowadays? Well, they do... Uh... Here's a shout-out. Uh, Apollo <laughs> Chip Shop, they're doing that. That's it, free chips and for the Apollo. Yeah, they throw in the batter bits and they are banging, yeah. They, they are nice, especially if you've got beans and it all sort of soaks in a little mm, bit. And... Yeah, yeah. You're making me hungry now. I've not had any breakfast. Yeah, um, so. <laughs> me neither. Yeah, so. bit oh dear. So, are you still doing the the um, what's it called? Tipsy Sloth Podcast. <laughs> Uh, yeah, we've been on a break at the moment. Been on a break at the moment. Just work and and you know life gets in the way, uh, babies and and all that. Um, and my buddy Luke, who I do it with, he's currently travelling. Um, he's managed to go away for like eight months, um, so he's going all over South America and stuff. Um, but I do actually have some ready to go. It's just with all this, I'm kind of focused on this at the moment, and then uh, and then once I'm done with this, I'll, I'll get back to the I'll, tipsy slot. I'll get back to that. That, yeah. that. that was always just. I mean, it started as a lockdown project. It was just you need an excuse to sit around and chat with your friends, and we did it over Zoom and stuff, and uh, and then we just kept with it because yeah, reviewing films and stuff. It's always what I. Love talking about. With, I mean, this is all sort of recorded music. With the show, is it to backing tracks or is there a live band there? Yeah, no, we, we've got a live band um, and our musical director, uh, Sam Griffiths, he, he's, he's leading. Oh, I know Sam. Yes. Yeah, so, um, and then he's got into the woods as well, so he's got a busy week. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. But, um, but yeah, he's, he's so good on the, you know, with, with all the harmonies and stuff, um, with the the girls parts you've got like the sort of greek chorus in there and you've got some he, he gets such good sound out of them um but yeah he's he's getting he's getting a i, I think it's a small band but there, there is a band it won't be to the backing and stuff yeah with, with uh you two hemi and louis do you prefer working with a live band or, or backing tracks because i suppose with a live band if you happen to miss your cue they can catch up with you or you can catch up with the live band where's recording it's a you miss it, and you're playing catch-up all the time. Which, which do you two prefer? Band. 100% yeah. band. I don't, I don't think you'll find a single person who says the backing track over a band, really. Mm-hmm. it's and, and the band call is the best rehearsal out of yeah. every one of them. So yeah. I thought you might say that. So uh, what, what about nerves? When will nerves kick in, then, for, for say, this show? 
Do you, do you get nervous? I suppose most yeah. actors get nervous because... It, I mean, you're putting yourself out there, so there's got to be a little bit of nerves because, uh, you know, that way it shows that you're passionate about what you're doing. I, I don't think I know any actors who say that they, they don't have nerves, but uh, when, when will uh, when it actually kick in? Is it before you step on stage or...? I think I'm weirdly calm until... I'm a little similar. We I get, weirdly I get calm. To... I, I love that <laughs> phrase. Weirdly, calm, weirdly calm, calm. Until I get to the theatre and then I have sort of 20 minutes where I'll be fine and then... I'll start getting a little bit nervous mm. and then it will get to like beginner's call be stood in the wings and that's when I'll be like doing some little like leg shakes to get the nerves out and then pretty much as soon as you either it depends whether it's a, a dance or a song or a word first but as soon as you do that first <laughs> yeah a word as soon as you do that first first bit they sort of tend to go for the entire show for me really yeah Hemi what about yourself um I feel like it's it's telling yourself you're going to be okay and then you get to the 10 minutes when you're about to go on stage and you feel sick and you're like, can I do it? Can I not? Um, but once, once you're out there, it's all really exciting. Yeah. And you can do it and you don't feel scared anymore. Oh, brilliant. Uh, right, well, so let's uh, let's find out where we can get the uh, the tickets from. How can we get tickets uh, yeah, if, if you head to the uh, Nottingham Arts Theatre website, um, they're all available on there. Um, also available for Into the Woods as well, which, which Spotlight are doing as well. Um, and then as well, the week following is the... So the weekend following that week, uh, we've got two showcases on. We've got Senior Showcase and we've got the Into Showcase, Into Showcases, the younger kids. Um, so we've sort of split that in two for the first time. Um, and that's at the the space at the high oh, school. Oh, the old girls' school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so on their website as well, those tickets are available now. But if you head to our Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff, the website, which Callum's just done up, it's looking nice and professional now. Um, we'll, we'll have all the links and stuff. All, it's, it's all there. It's all there. Brilliant stuff. It's going to be another smash uh, and a very busy couple of weeks yeah. uh, for Spotlight and uh, the Arts Theatre as well. Thank you so much for coming in. All three. This hour, as usual, has flown by. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it has. So, uh, uh, and, it, and it's nice to find out about chips as well. Yeah. Um, so, uh, I'm, I'm not going to say break a leg. Uh, not, the, not the other word. Um, yeah. So, And uh, just very quickly before we do go, after this, what are, what are the plans? What's the next thing theatre-wise for all three of you? Do, do you know yet? West Side Story. Yeah. In West Side Story. September, September, I think that yeah. is, isn't it? Yep. That's at the Arts Theatre. At the Arts well, Theatre. Yep. yep. I'm what part are you playing? Playing Action. Right, yep. Hemi, yourself, what, um, what's next for you? Um, West Side Story. Oh, you. Yeah. Again. Yeah, it, it's like a whole family, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's very much the, the, the same people <laughs> that are in the Arts Theatre shows. Leon, yourself? Um, I'll just be doing spotlight stuff, so uh, working up to uh, shows coming up next year. Which have they been announced? I'm terrified. I'm going to say something that I don't know if it's out there. We know one of them. We know. Yeah, everyone knows that one, right? And that one was that one was said at the January show. That one was said at the January show. I'm putting it in the program, so it's going to be out there in a couple of weeks. So, spotlight doing Matilda next year. Brilliant. So, yeah, we'll be. I think actually, my my mum Amanda, she's going to be taking the reins for that. So, so yeah, I'll be. 
I'll be around, though, you know what I mean? <laughs> Brilliant. Well, we'll look forward to it. So thank you so much for coming in. And uh, enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Yeah, thank you very much.